During this season of Christmas, I'm so glad to welcome you to this time of worship here at First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. I'm Sandra Olwine, and I serve as pastor here. And along with our staff and entire congregation, we are so glad that you have joined us this day. During these days, we continue to worship virtually, but we trust that the Spirit is able to bind us together and to make us family one with another, and to instill faith in our hearts and a passion in our lives to serve God by serving our neighbor. So in that spirit then, let us turn our hearts to praise and prayer. On this first Sunday of 2021, 
We complete our Advent Christmas season and our focus on being people who dream. Today, we ponder the ancient dreamers and their call to our lives to persevere in our dreams. In the spirit of anticipation, then, will you join us in the call to worship? The Magi had a dream. They dreamed of a Messiah. They dreamed of just rulers. They dreamed of a new day for all people. The Magi had a dream, and this dream led them to action. They journeyed to unknown places. They followed a star. They walked off days to get to Jesus. So may we be like the Magi. May our dreams inspire action. May we worship the one true God. Amen. One of the practices that helps us persevere in bringing God's dreams to life is prayer. This morning, then, I invite you to join me in the prayer of the day. God of the Milky Way, we, like the Magi, are walking toward you, one foot in front of the other. It is our very prayer to move your way. When we start to get lost or doubt our dreams, give us the will to persevere, trusting that you will guide us to a new way your way in the world. Amen. Good morning, young Christians. 
I hope you are finding ways to continue to enjoy the season of Christmas. Did you see the snow on our local mountains last Monday? Or maybe go outside and splash in some puddles? Mackenzie and I did. I think the rain might have been one of the best gifts of this season. Now today, as we continue to celebrate Christmas, we also continue to focus on gifts, gifts received and gifts shared. Let's listen to Pastor Jen speak about gifts from a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm wondering, did anybody here receive a gift sometime in the last couple of weeks? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wrapped yours, darling. <laughs> um, how about, did anybody here give a gift? What kind of gift did you give? Do you want to share? Um, I gave a piece of calcite to my brother. Oh, very nice. That's pretty neat. Did anyone else give a gift? Um, I gave my parents some origami. Oh, that is so cool. I gave my brother a Rubik's Cube. Very nice. It's, it's really fun to receive gifts, right? But it's also really special to give gifts. Um, today, we are remembering a story from the Bible about the wise men who traveled really, really far following what? A star to try to find who? to try to find Jesus, right? And they knew that under that star, there was going to be a very special king. And so they brought with them gifts. Um, we are celebrating right now. We're beginning a new season. We started out with the season of Advent, right? When we were waiting for Jesus to come. And then we did Christmas where we celebrated that Jesus did come. And now we're in the season does anybody know what this one's called? Epiphany. Epiphany. Epiphany is kind of a strange word, is it? Isn't it? Do you know what epiphany means? So it's like um, when some Mexicans they open their presents, and it's also the day that the th that the three wise men got to the main. You are right that there are many cultures that open their gifts on the day of Epiphany, which is the day when the kings brought their gifts to Jesus. Very good, Santiago. Um, but the word Epiphany means a great discovery. Like, whoa, I just had an Epiphany. Everybody say, whoa, I just had an Epiphany. <laughs> Woo, good job, guys. Um, because... Epiphany is all about discovering who Jesus is and what he means to our world. So, Epiphany, a big discovery. You know, we have been talking about dreams since Advent began at the end of November. As Pastor Jen said, Epiphany is about us discovering who Jesus is. And, and if we connect that discovery to our journey now, it also means discovering how he helps us, guides us, teaches us, to bring God's dreams to life. You know, so many of you named great dreams during the Advent pageant a few weeks ago. Dreams about peace, healing the planet, respecting others, celebrating our differences. Those are bold, wonderful dreams and ones that the world needs so much. But they aren't easy dreams you have set for yourselves. They take effort and commitment to bring them to life. You know, we have to keep trying to make them real every day 
So dreaming is about persevering, which means getting up each morning, being thankful for the gifts that God has given us, and then sharing those gifts with others, even when it feels hard or difficult to do so. You know, God gave us the gift of Jesus, and that gift brought us hope, peace, joy, and love. And that gift stirred dreams in us so that we could share those dreams with the world. As this new year begins, my prayer is that all of us will keep your dreams before us and that we'll persevere in working to make them come to life. If we do, well, it'll be like every day is Christmas because of the gifts that we'll give to one another. Let's pray with Pastor Jen. Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for helping us discover who you are and what you mean for our world. Help us to keep bringing you our gifts and discovering who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wherever there is epiphany, there will always be shadow. The shadow of old superstitions and dogmas which refuse to fade away easily. The shadow of pride and half-truths that have masqueraded as wisdom. The shadow of apathy that cannot be bothered to open the shutters. And the shadow of entrenched evil that hates the light and tries to dispose of it. Therefore, let us make our confession together. God, we love to worship you when the stars are bright above us. We love to worship you when the sky is clear and the breeze just right. We love to worship you when the journey to Bethlehem is an easy one. But we know that this journey of life, love, and faith is rarely easy. Now and again, the stars disappear. The journey feels far too long and the way full of shadows and uncertainties. We grow weary and ponder giving up. Forgive us for allowing the dream to die and for wanting to take the shortcut home. Help us be faithful like the Magi. Strengthen our faith with courage. Help us persevere. Guide our feet. Show us the stars. Amen. Hear these words of assurance. My friends, epiphany is good news. The light comes not to sear and blind us, but to save us. In the name of Christ, I declare to you, your sins are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Take up your forgiveness with thanksgiving and journey on with hope and joy. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ sets us free. Amen.
Today we turn to Matthew's gospel to hear an ancient story of wise ones on a journey, following a star, living into their dream. Listen then to this reading from chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who is born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is shepherd to my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go and pay him homage. When they heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, They left for their own country by another road. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's time to dream fierce dreams like Mary did. Brave dreams like Joseph did. New dreams like Jesus did. Because those who dream change everything. Those who dream change everything. Do you remember those lyrics from the song, Those Who Dream? We shared it on November 29th at the start of Advent. Well, they certainly have carried me through this season, both booing my spirits and grounding my hope. Over these past weeks, many of you have shared with me similar experiences with this year's theme. It seems focusing on dreams during an increasingly desperate time has been, I think, a sign of faith, offering a a plumb line of what is true and good and life-giving steadying us during the disruptive days of pandemic and social dis-ease. Now on this 10th day of Christmas, we turn our attention towards the final story of this season, the one associated most closely with January 6th, or the day of Epiphany, as we contemplate the arrival of wise sages at the birthplace of Jesus. It is a story centered on stargazers who are aware of ancient promises and set out on a journey to honor a newly born king, bringing gifts of the world to offer as tokens of respect and welcome. It is a story wrapped in dreams, ending with the sages listening to theirs once again and thus taking a different road home to avoid Herod's scheming. Today, the final nuance on the theme is those who dream persevere. 
When I was first uh, contemplating this in light of the gospel lesson, I thought of the journey the sages had taken to get to Bethlehem and then the different road they took after spending time with this seemingly unremarkable peasant family. But then I read a story, a rather cute story, that caused me to consider perseverance in a different light. It goes like this. A father was home with the children one afternoon while his wife was out Christmas shopping. He was reclining on the couch, half sleeping, half watching a football game, when the kids came into the room. Dad, we have a play to put on. Do you want to see it? Well, he was a good dad, because although he really didn't want to see it, he just knew he had to. So he sat up, stirring himself out of his slumber, turned off that football game, and became a one-person audience. His four children, age four, six, eight, and 10, were the actors, Mary, Joseph, and Angel, and the wise men. Joseph came in with a mop handle as a shepherd's crook, and Mary had a pillow under her pajamas. The youngest child was an angel, flapping her arms as wings. The three of them took their places, creating a perfect sweet manger tableau. And finally, the last child, the eight-year-old, came out wearing all the jewelry that she could find in the house, her arms filled with three presents. I'm all three wise men, she said proudly. Taking her place in the scene, his daughter proclaimed to all within earshot, I bring three precious gifts, gold, circumstance, and mud. Gold, circumstance, and mud. Well, maybe this is where dad showed his real quality as a parent because he didn't laugh or correct this precious wise child. Rather, he reflected on the gifts she had brought to this new king that somehow got to the heart of the Christmas story. You see, God loves us for who we are, exactly as we are, loves us so extravagantly that knowing all we are, all we hope to be, and all we fail to become, God still comes to dwell with us, desiring nothing more than our trusting that love and then joining in God's work in the world as God's beloved. So we bring our gold, those times when we are at our best, offering our best to God and to the world around us. We bring our circumstances, offering whatever we are going through right now, recognizing that it is in the particular reality of our experience that God breaks in, revealing God's self to us and then through us to the world. And lastly, offering even our mud, those places, times, and experiences where we are, when we are most human, where our warts and failings and struggles all show up. You see, this message that gold, circumstance, and mud is what God wants from the likes of us is like a dream. For where else do we find such acceptance? Where else can we find such affirmation? Where else does our mud become the substance from which something new can be formed, a, a dream fulfilled? Yes, you see, here at the manger, what the angel Gabriel proclaimed to Mary becomes real as we too trust the dream that what is impossible for us to imagine is possible for God to do. The gold, shiny parts and the rusty, broken bits of our lives, all of it 
It's a gift to be offered to honor and respect the love which has called us into being. God can take it all, our gold, our circumstance, our mud, and do something glorious with it. You know, right now we live in such an unsettling time. Even after almost 10 months of social separation, Zoom meetings, and mask wearing, we begin a new year not really knowing what 2021 will bring us. I mean, there are glimmers of hope for the future as more and more people receive vaccines against the pandemic. Some of the most moving videos in the last few weeks have been those showing healthcare workers receiving those first shots. And even after the long months of challenges, many people continue to support their neighbors, getting groceries, cleaning up yards, walking dogs, running other types of errands. People are making phone calls and doing FaceTime and writing notes to help foster a sense of community during this time of extended isolation. Students, teachers, and parents are making valiant efforts to see that young people still learn as they continue to grapple with online education. Many employers are doing all they can to keep staff at work protecting health insurance and wages. And workers, well, many of them are showing up and offering ongoing beyond the call of duty type of service so that others can receive what they need. You know, I could share story after story after story of members of this congregation who are engaged in all of those types of activities and more. Being church, being God's love active in the world has been for so many of you, your go-to response in this time of crisis. Rooted in God's dream for the world, you have been flexible, creative, and generous with time, talent, and treasure. And you inspired me so many times in this last year. Yes, there are lots of people offering their gold, their best selves, as they seek to love God and neighbor as they love themselves. And yes, it's true that God's dreams always come to being in the midst of the real circumstances of our lives. But that does not mean that sometimes the call to live God's dream out in the world feels like it's the right time. Too often it feels like it maybe it's the wrong time or an inconvenient time or a challenging time to do so. I mean, certainly sometimes it seems enough in these days just to wake up, get out of bed, and put one foot in front of another. Getting through the day, especially when the days are marked by so much loss as 2020 was, feels daunting enough without bringing God to bear on our day as well. Now, so many are having to completely reimagine how to do their work and how to use their gifts. You know, grief is real, not only at the loss of life, but in the loss of work as we have known it. I have constantly thought of those engaged in the performing arts who are among those whose livelihoods have been turned completely upside down. <laughs> I know in conversation with some other Chancel Choir members how bittersweet it was during the 11 p.m. Christmas Eve service to watch Greg Norton direct the quartet and scholar singers. I mean, it was wonderful feeling new breath as that beautiful music emanated from those wonderful all-bite-masked faces, but also knowing a deep longing, wondering whether we would ever gather as a full choir to make music together again. Well, and for many of us, the losses that we've known only highlight the realities 
that the losses other have lived with for a very, very, very long time. Losses and obstacles and heartaches that won't go away no matter how many people are vaccinated unless all of us commit to addressing injustice, oppression, and greed. You know, dreams can feel, seem folly or foolish, naive or simplistic when all of these realities hit a square in the eye. What good are they in the face of ongoing oppression and racism, economic disparity, greed, self-absorption, ecological crisis, conspiracy theories, and the rest? Well, dreams aren't good for much if they only stay in our minds as wishful thinking. But you see, if they are God's dreams and they, they live in our hearts, and if we bring our, these circumstances, our circumstances, to the Prince of Peace as the sages brought their gifts, we will find direction, strength, and hope to continue to do all in our power to live those dreams into reality, no matter the circumstances in which we find ourselves. You know, Madeline Engel, who wrote powerfully about Christmas in lots of different ways, may have expressed it best in her poem, First Coming. God did not wait till the world was ready, till nations were at peace. God came when the heavens were unsteady and prisoners cried out for release. God did not wait for the perfect time. God came when the need was deep and great. God dined with sinners and all their grime turned water into wine. God did not wait till hearts were pure and joy God came to a tarnished world of sin and doubt. To a world like ours of anguish, shame, God came and God's light would not go out. God came to a world which did not mesh to heal its tangles, shield its scorn. In the mystery of the word made flesh, the maker of the stars was born. We cannot wait till the world is sane to raise our songs with joyful voice. For to share our grief, to touch our pain, he came with love. Rejoice, rejoice. Now this may not be the best time, the right time, the most convenient time to be those who dream and to seek to live them out. But it is our time. These are our circumstances in which we are invited to be God's people. And this is the time we have to offer to Christ as our gift. Knowing now is when we are called to act and to be God's people. Yes, those who dream persevere, offering gold, circumstance, and yes, even our mud to the Christ child. Our broken promises our failed loves, our half-hearted attempts, our shattered hearts, our deepest griefs, our silent tears. For in our meeting with God, in our coming before love born among us, for us, within us, we find forgiveness, restoration, renewal, healing, consolation, and comfort. You know, dreams are heavy things when we carry them alone, but when we bring our whole selves to God, the gold, the circumstance, and the mud, we find strength to bear the dreams that God has placed on our hearts. We find a yoke that is easy and a burden that is light because it is shared with the one who holds the world. As 2021 begins and our Advent Christmas journey concludes, 
The invitation is for us to commit to God's dreams for the world and for living them into the world around us, seeking to not be overcome by the world, but to overcome the world by sharing God's loving grace and life-giving justice. A fitting final word for today comes from the great writer and poet Maya Angelou. Her poem, Continue, offers encouragement as we seek to be those that dream and persevere. She writes, my wish for you is that you continue, continue to be who and how you are, to astonish a mean world with your acts of kindness. Continue to allow humor to lighten the burden of your tender heart. Continue in a society dark with cruelty to let the people hear the grandeur of God and the peals of your laughter. Continue to let your eloquence elevate the people to heights that they had only imagined. Continue to remind the people that each is as good as the other and that no one is beneath nor above you. Continue to remember your own young years and look with favor upon the lost and the least and the lonely. Continue to put the mantle of your protection around the bodies of the young and defenseless. Continue to take the hand of the despised and the diseased and walk proudly with them in the high street. Some might see you and be encouraged to do likewise. Continue to plant a public kiss of concern on the cheek of the sick and the aged and the infirm and count that as a natural action to be expected. Continue to let gratitude be the pillow upon which you kneel to say your nightly prayer and let faith be the bridge you build to overcome evil and welcome good. Continue to ignore no vision which comes to enlarge your range and increase your spirit. Continue to dare to love deeply and risk everything for the good thing and continue to float happily in the sea of infinite substance which set aside riches for you before you had a name. Continue, and by doing so, you and your work will be able to continue eternally. My friends, let us bring our gold, circumstance, and mud to the Christ child so that we might continue. For those who dream, persevere, and those who dream, change everything. Amen. Let us pray. O oh God, we pray for your whole church, that it might be a light to those who are seeking direction in life, that it might be a star for them to follow. Use our words and our deeds of compassion and justice to reflect your glorious light to all. Send your blessings in this new year and fill the coming days with health of body, mind, and spirit. Encourage our leaders, especially our Bishop Grant and our Superintendent Jim, along with all ministers and believers. Renew the gifts of the Spirit within us and inspire us with new ways to show your mercy to others. Even in these dark days of pandemic and separation, O oh God, help us like the wise men to follow your light and to trust in your love and care for us. We pray for the whole world, 
especially places where oppression and poverty grind down your children each day. God of justice, use us to hold the powerful accountable and to oppose systems that further suffering. Inspire us to direct our wealth and influence toward creative solutions to suffering and to want. You are a God of mercy, and so we place before you all the persons and situations that are found in today's prayer list. Shine your light upon those who suffer in mind, body, or spirit today, especially Harry Audley, Stephanie Jones and her family, and Polly. Uphold the increasing numbers of your children whose lives are forever changed by the coronavirus. For family members and healthcare workers, that they may have the strength and courage to care for the sick. For those struggling to recover their own health and life. And dear God, we pray for those who have died. Receive them into your nearer presence and comfort all those who are grieving the loss of loved ones during this holy Christmas season. Trusting that you know our needs before we conform the words to ask, we now lift up these prayers to you, O God. We trust that your light, the true light that enlightens the whole world, will lead us through the darkness of the days ahead. It is in that confidence and in the name of your precious child, Jesus Christ, that we make these prayers. Amen. Thank you for joining in this time of online worship today from First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. Remember that this service and all of our past services and concerts may be found on the church's YouTube channel. Subscribe there today so that you can receive free notifications of each new event. Please remember to download today's bulletin. A link can be found in the video description. In it, you can find our weekly prayer list, a guide to today's service, and parish announcements. My friends, we are zooming into the new year. This Thursday, the Noontime Bible Study with Pastor Sandy resumes. Everyone is welcome as the group discusses the scripture lessons for the following Sunday. Use the link in today's bulletin to request a Zoom link from Sandy so that you can join in the conversation. And then, next Saturday afternoon, January 9th, everyone is invited to engage in a planning retreat as we envision our ministry in the coming new year. We will meet using the Zoom platform from 1.30 to 4 p.m., and part of that time will be formally convened as a charge conference for the purpose of adopting the 2021 church budget. More details are in the bulletin, including information about how to register so that you can take part. Connect at fumcpasadena.org is the email to use for sharing your concerns, prayer requests, or other questions directly with the clergy staff. We are always grateful for your words of support and encouragement, and we are eager to be of service to you if you have needs that we can meet. Remember the online giving platform. A link can be found in the video description today. You may also send offerings or communications of any kind using the postal service at the address that's now on your screen. Happy New Year, be well, and remember to wear your mask. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. 
It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, O holy God, creator of heaven and earth. Before the mountains were brought forth or you had formed the earth, from everlasting to everlasting, you alone are God. You created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with the people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ, in whom you have revealed yourself, our light and our salvation. You sent a star to guide wise ones to where the Christ was born. And in your signs and witnesses in every age and through all the world, you have led your people from far places to Christ's light. By the baptism of his suffering, death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which Christ gave himself up for us, he took bread, and then he gave thanks to you, and he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup and he gave thanks to you. And then he gave it to his disciples and he said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered in all of our many places and all of the gifts of bread and wine which we have gathered Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his lifeblood. Remind us always that by your spirit, although we are separated from one another, that you make us one with Christ, one with each other. And therefore we are one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Amen. Now, as those that are confident in God's love for us as God's children, we pray together as Jesus taught, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We lift up many loaves this morning, breaking them in our own homes. But know that out of the many, Christ makes one body because we all partake the bread in the presence 
of the one spirit. The bread which we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. And the cups over which we give thanks, well, they are a sharing in the sacrifice of Christ. I invite you now where you have gathered uh, your uh, bread and cup together to take the bread which is broken for you and the cup which is poured out for you this day in love. pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Receive the benediction. May this holy season be for each of us a time of moving beyond what is reasonable, moving beyond grasping tight to what we have to unclenching our hands and letting go, moving beyond competition toward cooperation, moving beyond the anxiety of small concerns towards the joys of justice and peace. May the transforming acceptance of Mary and Joseph, the imagination of the shepherds and the persistence of the wise seekers guide us as we dream fierce dreams, bold dreams, new dreams, always open to the unexpected flash of grace and to the showing forth 
of that love that embraces us all. To God be all glory, honor, and praise, now and forever. Amen.